0: Welcome to Life Skills 101, Skills for a Digital Age, sponsored by the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network and True North Homeschool Academy. True North offers live online classes, clubs, ebooks, and more. From special needs to parent classes, True North build a community through digital format in an age of loneliness and desolation. Our host, Lisa Nearing, is a homeschooler with five kids who has homeschooled with her husband, Dr. David Nearing, for 27 years. They are committed to equipping fellow homeschoolers and Christians with the tools they need to navigate a complex world in need of a Savior. Now, without further ado, Lisa Nearing.
1: Hey there, friend. This is Lisa Nearing with True North Homeschool Academy, and I'm here for another episode of Life Skills 101, Life Skills for a Digital Age. Today, I want to talk to you all about developing your students' standout factor. Now, this might be something of particular interest to parents of high school students, junior and senior high school students, but honestly, it's something that all of us with kids can take a moment to really think about because the younger you start, the more time your kids have to develop skills. Every year in America, there's about 15.4 million high school students. 25% of those are seniors in high school, right? And out of each of those schools, every senior high school has a best a best football player, a best scholar, a best performer. Competition is really stiff at the college and university level for scholarships. And you guys have heard me say this before. The average college student graduates if, if they graduate in six years instead of four, with approximately $37,000 in debt. So I, I feel like part of my mission in life is to <laughs> really remind you guys Help your kids have a plan of attack for college and university if that's where they're going after high school um, so that they graduate in a timely manner with as little debt as possible. $37,000 in debt is a whole lot of debt for a young mid-20-year-old. Imagine if they marry somebody who has $37,000 in debt. All of a sudden, bam they have $72,000 in debt. That's too much debt for a 25-year-old, Right. Um, And they might never get out of debt if they, if they take a deferment. I've talked about this in other shows, but it can be a real, um, a real trap for them financially. Keep them from home ownership, um, starting a family ministry, et cetera. So really, as parents, one of our tasks, especially as we homeschool, um, but any kind of intentional parent is really to help our kids make a plan for launching successfully in a timely manner with as little debt as possible so that they can launch well and financially succeed as well as vocationally and socially and all those other great things that they're doing as a young 20-year-old. The 20s developmentally, the task of the 20-year-old is to establish themselves um, familially and vocationally. And so we want to make sure that we give them the tools to launch well. That's why I'm talking about developing your kids' standout factor because they're competing with other students for scholarship dollars and for opportunities. Now, we're really in a global market, and here's something to think about. There are more honor students in India than actual students in America. (laughs) Wow. And because we're in a global market right now, our kids are competing against those kids for scholarship dollars and money at American universities, right? So helping your kids stand out from the crowd is going to help your student garner scholarship money and opportunities, Versus if they don't have a standout factor or quality and and they're just a really good college prep student. Now, I don't say all of this to scare you uh, as a parent saying, oh, my gosh, I I have a good, solid, steady, hardworking kid who doesn't have any brilliant interests. Your student doesn't have to be brilliant to develop a standout factor. In fact, there's a lot of scholarships for kids who do community service. Very few people know that. If your student, if your kid has a gift of serving others and they do community service, there's a lot of opportunities for them to garner scholarship dollars. So when I say standout factor, your kid doesn't have to be like a, a, an Olympic hopeful or, um, or a genius. They can develop their standout factor no matter what their abilities are. Okay. And we're going to talk about how to do that. What exactly is a standout factor? I want you to think about four different things to, to think about when you think about standout factor. It can be many different things, but it's probably going to include the following. Initiative. So it's going to be student initiated, led, and directed. At the beginning, when your kids are young, they might not know how to take initiative. They might not be really passionate or excited about this thing, but as they develop and mature, um, they're, the thing that they are really invested in should really be driven by them. And that leads to the second Item on this list, um, it should be something that the student has personal investment or passion about. Now, you hear this all the time in the homeschool community developing your kids' passions, follow their passions, follow their dreams. Most kids, honestly, probably don't have a passion. Um, they're trying to get through life, they're trying to, like, you know, get through their stuff and not spill their cereal and not have anybody mad at them through the day and get the book read that they want to get read, right? So as far as like, do, does your high school student have to have a passion? I would say no. And in fact, probably the majority of them don't. But developing their standout factor, they should have some level investment in it. And then it should have some some type of individuality component where it is specifically has to do with the student's core values. A standout factor also is going to probably include strategy. So the student has had to strategize whatever they're doing so that there's some achievement involved. So if they're doing a coat drive and collect 70 coats for the winter or homeless kids or the homeless shelter, that is a standout opportunity. And so that's going to take some strategy. It's going to take some individual passion and, um, and your kids initiative to get all that done. Okay, I would also recommend that a standout factor is probably going to include it's going to have a positive impact on other people, it's going to be fairly unique, and it might have a broad reach and a big win. Now, I would I wouldn't get intimidated by broad reach and big win. Those can be defined in many, many different ways, and depending on what it is, broad can be two people or 2000. Big can be, you know, like two people or 2,000. So (laughs) don't be intimidated by those words. I would just say that it's going to make an impact. And even if the broad reach and big win has to do with the person, the student's individual ability and their understanding of the world, that can count, right? So with the technology that is so readily available to us right now, I would say it's almost easier to develop a standout factor than ever before. Because our kids can do things like self-published novels, self-published music, um, both uh, both the soundtrack and videos, um, do self-publishing for videos and even movies. Publishing something doesn't automatically make it stand out because you can publish a book and have it be a schlock book. You really want to be aware of the fact that a standout is the difference between something ordinary and something extraordinary. So if you're if your kid is an author and they've published a book, good for them. But if it if it reads like every other anime book or if it reads like every other Disney movie, it's probably not a standout. Now they're imitating, which is great, but that is a little bit different than a standout factor. So you really want to consider that you're probably gonna want to have your, you're going to want to have some editing going on. You're going to want to have some other mentors involved in developing your kid's standout factor. Now, I have worked with Olympic hopefuls in the past, and their standout factor was obvious. They spent 40 hours plus at the gym doing weights, doing stretching, doing their, their moves. Um, they went to competitions and all that kind of stuff. So their standout factor was pretty obvious. Their whole life was revolving around that one that one sport that they did. And that's an obvious standout factor, but it doesn't have to be athletics, although that's that's a really great standout factor. And if your kid is in athletics, I hope that they're really considering the NCAA because that is a great way to set your kid up for launching really successfully for life, honestly. But there's a lot of different ways to develop standout factors. The difference again between doing something and making a standout is the difference between ordinary and extraordinary. Now, before I get into giving you a list of some possible ideas of standout um, projects and things to do with your kids, I want you to think about two different things that you have going on for you. Number one, use what you have. So identify and develop areas that your student is already doing and shows an interest in. If they have a servant heart and they love hospitality, maybe really develop that. Um, If they're into sports, really develop that. If they're really into art, develop that. And if it's something that you as a parent are already doing and really love, and maybe your kid got into it because it's your thing too. Um, I know um, one of our teachers at True North Home School Academy, she's an artist and she actually does a lot of baking and, and crafting with food. And she takes her kids to farmer's market where she does selling of some of that stuff. So she's involving her kids in that, that standout factor of making food that is good enough to sell to others but also in entrepreneurship. So that could be an area of of standout factor right there. But if it's something that you're interested in, you already have the resources, you're your kid's greatest resource parent. Don't forget that. (laughs) We often overlook ourselves, but our interests, our reading, um, our people that we know, they're real resources for our kids that we don't have to pay for or go looking too hard for. Rachel Marquion, I did an interview with her on a podcast a couple weeks ago about how foreign language, um, it basically foreign language can be a standout factor, that's for sure. Her kids are trilingual. They're polyglots, meaning they know more than a couple languages. And one of her points was that if you want your kids to learn a foreign language, have them hang out with other people who are bilingual or trilingual, because those people are going to understand that learning a foreign language is not that hard. It's just work. Okay, so she was talking about developing a kid's standout factor in that podcast interview. So go check it out. It's the um how foreign language is a life skill. But that is an example of using yourself as a resource. So um she's she speaks French, her husband speaks Italian, the language they have in common is English. Her kids are trilingual growing up, and they have a friend who's a who's a doctor in Italy who's from South America who knows Spanish. So he's gonna come over and teach their kids Spanish. Your kids are not intimidated by learning Spanish because they already know that they can be multilingual. So that is a great example of using your resources to inform your kids and help them develop areas where they're going to really stand out from the crowd. um, Because, you know, the information or you know how to resource your family with that information. Don't overlook yourself as a resource. You again, you parent are your students greatest resource. Okay, so that's one way. Use what you have. Number two, outsource. (laughs) The world is at your fingertips, Um, especially with the pandemic. There's so many great resources online now. YouTube, so many um, professionals went online to to teach music or to perform Shakespeare or read books out loud or whatever last year. And there's so many resources at our fingertips now with OpenCourseWare and Khan Academy and YouTube, Pinterest. You can find about anything you want online. And a lot of that information can be free or pretty inexpensive. I would say, again, you want to watch the ads for your kids, especially consider their ages and what kind of stuff is going to pop up if you don't have a good filter on your computer, get one, all those things. Um, But, you know, you can really outsource when needed. Resourcing your kids does not have to be expensive. And there's many great online tutorials now, like I just said. Literally, the world is at your fingertips. At the same time, don't overlook local resources. So for a couple of years, my older kids took horseback riding lessons from a National Barrel Racer winner. Um, And what they did in return for horseback riding lessons for her was muck out stalls. And it wasn't uh, wasn't awful work. It was just hard work. So they're learning the soft skill of work ethic (laughs) while they learn how to ride a horse and not be intimidated by big animals, while they get to learn horseback riding from a, a National Barrel Racer winner. I hope that's the right way to say it. Um, So don't don't overlook local resources because there's a lot where you live. I know it because there's a lot where I live and I live in the middle of nowhere. Right. So I want to just encourage you that developing your students standout factor might garner your kids scholarship dollars and opportunities. But more than that, it might lead to a career or a really important hobby in their life. And I think we all realized last year the importance of hobbies, because most of us resorted to binge-eating chocolate and binge-eating TV shows when, I mean, Cindy LaJoy wrote a book (laughs) and learned how to do film editing during the pandemic because she had the soft skill of work ethic under her belt and some really clearly defined goals that she was going to use and some hobbies such as writing um, and administering to other homeschooling families. So when we have those hobbies developed, when we come into a national crisis or any kind of crisis in our life, we can revert back to those instead of binge-eating shows or chocolate, right? So developing hobbies is really an important life skill your kids should be learning in high school. Um, At the very least, it's going to help your kids develop an overall sense of ability and accomplishment, as well as very soft skills, such as work ethic, communication skills, creativity and critical thinking. Um, We spent a whole year talking about soft skills and took a month to talk about like the soft skill of communication, a month on creativity, et cetera. So go back and check out some of those old podcasts that we did on on the Life Skills 101 podcast, because there's a lot of really great information in there. Um, And you might pull out something that you could actually use to develop your students standout factor, right? So high school, in my opinion, is the perfect time to develop your students standout factor through clubs, projects, coursework, all that kind of stuff works together to help them understand themselves and the world around them in a more robust way. And if you're not sure where to even start, I would recommend clubs like American Heritage Girls or Trail Life, any kind of badging program like that you want to check of course you want to check the core values of the of the program because some of those those clubs really I wouldn't want my Christian young person to be involved in they support they support things that we want' we won't want our money going to or our time or resources or have those influencing our kids either um but I would say even pick up a an old Girl Scout handbook with the badging in it. You could just use it at home if you want to, if you don't have local clubs close to you or start a club where you're at and help other people dip their toes in things. Because the thing with the American Heritage Girl, they have so many badges and it's a great way to try out things and test things and see what fits for you and what doesn't. The other thing I would just say is that we have a class at True North Homeschool Academy called the Orienteering Course. And it is really for 10th, 11th and 12th graders. It's being taught by Dana Hanley this year And it is really a self-exploration course where they're going to do um, who are they? What are their skills? What are their abilities? They take the Holland code and understand what kind of, of vocation is out there that would match who they are and their natural gifts and abilities. Now, I'm not saying every person has to do that. But honestly, if you're if you're doing something that is more natural to you, you might succeed a little bit faster and go farther than if you're doing something that you're constantly forcing yourself to do. It's not in your natural skill set. In the orientation class, they also um, read leadership books. They do class projects and presentations. They get to know their family better. Um, and they just kind of see what's a good fit for them. Where do they fit in the world? Where is God calling them to? What makes sense for who they are? And where's God at work in the world? It is a fantastic class. I wish every high school student took it, to be honest with you. Um, really going to be helpful to your kids. And I know... I taught it two years ago, and a couple of the kids really changed their life. It really changed their course directory for my own daughter. She really discovered that, hey, she had a real passion and love for foreign languages. And I've talked about that before, where her her professional goal is to be a translator. She's starting her fifth foreign language this coming year, all as a result of the orienteering class that we teach at Home School Academy. If you need help further identifying and knowing how to develop your student standout factor, Check out our academic advising and parent membership programs. The links are in the show notes. So I want to just give you a list of ideas. Now I've done, um, I've been working professionally in the homeschool world for the past eight or nine years. And as a paraprofessional, I guess a homeschool mom, um, for the past 30, we homeschool for 30 years. And the students that I've worked with all over the world have done a lot of really crazy, brilliant things. My first, um, academic advising student with another large educational company. One of the things that she did was she was an open water, long distance swimmer <laughs> in South Africa. Yes, it was that crazy. I'm like, what about sharks? She's like, yeah, we have to watch out for them, except she had this really cute accent. So some things, I, like I would never do that probably, you know what I mean? So everybody's standout factory is going to be unique to them. So just really become a student of your life, your kids, your family, your resources, and how can you equip and benefit each other with the standout opportunities you have in front of them. Okay, so to the list, what have um, kids done that I've known? They have written, performed, and published plays, books, full-length books, um, musical scores, and music videos, and actually films. I've known two high school kids who have actually produced full-length feature films. I've known high school students who have developed their art skills like throwing pottery drawing, painting, creating stained glass windows, lamps, blacksmithing. And with that, they've either gone into production, they've sold their work, um, they've started Etsy shops, or they've entered art contests with that. I know students who have hiked trails for causes or challenges, and I've got links in the show notes to some cool things that you can do um, to, to be part of hiking challenges, which looks really fun to me, actually. I've known kids who have raised money to travel abroad and serve on missions. Um, I've known kids who've done that in within the the States as well, but I've known several kids who have gone on long-term mission trips. I've known high school students who have bred and trademarked type of fruit or a flower. And I've known students who have bred and sold pets such as iguanas, dogs, miniature cows. Who knew? Um, I have known students who have won a lot of money bowling, (laughs) shooting arrows, skiing, etc. And of course, I've worked with Olympic athletes who have basically done gymnastics, but we have some NCAA students at True North who are golfers and um, and swimmers, and that's it's just so fun to see young athletes at work. I've known students who have started businesses, they've tracked their earnings and their impact, they've donated to, um, to causes because they've earned so much money and they've sold their businesses, or they use their business to pay for college. I've known students who have helped run state and national political campaigns, who have worked as legislative pages, and who have done a lot of political work. Um, that, that has been, if you're interested in that, get involved with Gen J or Team Pack. I would recommend both of those programs. I have known students who have studied and performed full-length Shakespeare plays, um, learned multiple languages, and I would, of course, you know, I'm going to recommend critical languages, Right. I've known students who have traveled internationally, creating guidebooks and blogs about their travels. Um, they have helped create international community service or charity works. I've known students who have done hundreds of hours of community service. I worked with a student years ago who did 600 hours of community service a year, and she got a ton of um, scholarship dollars. I'm going to post a link in the show notes for that too. I've known high school students who have built functioning websites. I've known home, homeschool high school students who have built something impressive, like robots, computers, drones, and even planes. Yep, you heard that right. I've known students who have replicated all of the Enterprise ships as models, which is a really cool project in my opinion. Um, I have known students who have done some amazing hospitality, hosting teas and get-togethers for other kids, and doing formal events for other high school students where they have photographers and a professional tees. Um, I've known students who have earned licenses or certifications like pilot's license, drone's license, and a patty license, capital P, capital A, capital D, capital I. I've known students who have learned amazing tech like 3D printing, robotics, Photoshop, photography. I've known students who've earned national awards, like with the National Latin Exam and the German National Exam, as well as participated in and won national competitions like the Geography Bee, History Bee, Spelling Bee, Bible Bee, and National Poetry Out Loud competition. I've known students who participated in CAP or Junior ROTC. I've known students who have turned their interest in performing into becoming a professional juggler or clown and worked all the way through high school and even into college, making a lot of money, good money, as jugglers and clowns. And I have known students who've turned their interest into opportunities to impart their knowledge to others by teaching the skills that they've learned into classes, either in person or online. Um, Our high school students are amazing, amazing kids. And so I would really encourage you just take a look and have a good conversation with your students in your home. What are their areas of interest? How can you develop those into standout factors so that you can highlight them as they go on to the next thing? help them garner scholarship dollars and opportunities that they might not have without that standout factor and help them reach for the stars as they head true north. This is Lisa Nearing with True North Homeschool Academy at Life Skills 101, Life Skills for Digital Age. Thanks for tuning in. We love it when you listen to our podcast. So thank you for being here. Don't forget to comment, like, and share. I will see you guys next week. Thanks a bunch.
0: I just want to remind you that you can find all of our classes and clubs, testing, advising, mom's membership, and more at truenorthhomeschoolacademy.com. We do offer live online, dynamic, interactive, small group classes. So when your students take classes with us, they're not in a Zoom room full of 100 people. We keep our class sizes small so that the students get to know both the teacher and their fellow students. We use a lot of different technology to make the classes dynamic and interactive, including presentations, projects, breakout rooms, virtual whiteboards, and more. We like to say that we use time-tested educational pedagogy coupled with cutting-edge technology to bring the best educational opportunities to your students in, in the privacy of your own home. We do provide syllabus and grading for all classes, um, clubs are more relaxed, so we don't provide syllabus or grading for those, but you can certainly use our clubs for the transcripts, and we'd love to help you know how to do that. Stay tuned this year, 2022, for some exciting new classes and clubs being offered by True North Homeschool School Academy. Um, we're also going to be offering an honor club, dual enrollment, and so much more. We are honored to partner with you as you homeschool your children. Again, check out truenorthhomeschoolacademy.com. And thanks for listening to today's podcast.